Hello, everybody. <laughs> Just trying oh, to make guys. it new. This By is... sounding like a creep. Hello, hello, hello there. Hello, buddies. <laughs> this is Moaning Rebels Bathroom. <laughs> We're a Harry Potter podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Katie. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast, we moan and groan about all things Harry Potter. Are of you course. new? I hope I hope some of you are. Yeah, seriously, come <laughs> you every better week. not. Be. <laughs> if you are, go back and listen to the OG podcast. Oh, oh they're so bad. We didn't have a microphone. Uh, for those of you who have been here from the beginning, thank you for thank sticking you. with us. Oh my god, we sounded so bad, and we were so tender. We were afraid to be our true yeah, selves. We were like, we don't want to offend anybody. Today, we're here to offend people. Yeah. Because because today we're doing um, a very humongous Harry Potter tag, yes. as they call it. A little get to know your podcast buddies mm-hmm. about all their different Harry Potter opinions, which I'm sure you know a lot, but we're diving into some uncharted waters today. Yes. It's going to be Absolutely. very exciting. It's, a, it's a nice mix of like stuff that we've talked about before that we will just scream about again and reiterate. Yep. And also... Which is like every Some new fun stuff that we do. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we always, we scream about how much we hate Snape in every single one. I'm Constant, sure. and I think we'll probably do it again. Yeah, I'm sure we will. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we are not going to do floods. I know, um, we're terrible. The last time with our latest ratings and rankings one, we flooded a lot. We're still working on... We're still working on plunging that toilet, so this week we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna really do anything. And also, just nothing has been happening really. There's with no Harry news, and you know it's tough when we're not in the midst of rereading things and whatever. Right. That there's like nothing. Oh yeah, I forgot. I love this. Let's talk about it. Right. There's no news about anything, and all of the news has been, and I feel like continues to be about how much people hate J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Which I get. Usually I'm down for, but it's like... It's extensive right now. It's a lot. It's a lot. So there's really nothing else to talk about. So we're sorry. So we're just going to jump right into it. But this is probably going to be a longer podcast because these questions that we found, which I'm going to say there isn't like a specific tag where we just took all the questions from that one tag. It's kind of a mix of... Katie said, let's do this, and I said, great, find as many questions as you can. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So it's it's just, like, lots of questions about our opinions and what our our life in the wizarding world would be, and just a lot of randos. Mm. So. And just in case you skipped our last podcast, because you're so tired of us doing ratings and rankings, um, I just wanted to put the PSA out of Be Gentle. About the sound. I'm sure that it's going to sound fine and that I'm going to tweak it up and whatever, but we are in the new studio. Yeah. <laughs> AKA my apartment, which it can be a little bit noisy. So we're doing our best. Thank you for bearing with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so without further ado, I guess, let's get into it. Let's get into our own tag that we yes. made up ourselves. <laughs> Katie is the list holder, so I will be just sitting and relaxing while she does all the hard work today. Oh, right. <laughs> so question number one is kind of a four-parter, I guess. Jesus. It's just what is your favorite and least favorite book and movie? Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. This is tough. We were just talking about how 
objectively, yes, Order of the Phoenix is the best book. I agree. But. I think I still gotta stick with Half-Blood Prince as I my know, favorite book. I know, I kind of feel like I do too. But I feel like the more and more I read the series, I do enjoy Order of the Phoenix. I don't want to say That's more what, than Half-Blood Prince because I really love reading this is, it too. But this like, is what happens to me every time. I'm always like, I'm reading the books. I finish Order of the Phoenix. I'm like, this was the best book. I don't know what I'm thinking. This is number one. And yeah. then I literally read the first page of Half-Blood Prince. I'm like, this is my favorite book. Yes. <laughs> I know. I'm just going to say for me, it's a tie between Order and Half-Blood for number one. Because yeah. I, honest to God, cannot choose between those two. I, I'm just stick, I'm sticking to my guns. I love a Half-Blood Prince so much. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm going to stick with it. And my opinion's going to change when we get to Order of the Phoenix. I'm going to be like, this book is the best. And then just wait a couple weeks when we come back with Half Blood Prince. But it'll be like, never mind. Never mind. Um, my favorite movie as of right now still stands as Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. We talked about this, I think, maybe on our first ever podcast. Yeah. Was our ratings and rankings of the books and movies. Yes. And I think I'm still sticking with my same answers for this one. I think I am too. I honestly, I feel like when we um, kind of like come back at the end of all of our book clubs and reconsider like yes. which are our favorites, I feel like the ones I'm expecting to change are maybe like the middle ones more yeah. than like my tops Yep, and bottoms of each. So I, I would have to say that Chamber of Secrets is probably my favorite movie still as of right now too. I do really love Deathly Hallows Part 1 though. Me a too. Lot. I really, really like that one. Me too. But I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Ever. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't watched it after reading that part of the book. Yeah, it's been a minute, so we'll see. Right As of right now, Chamber of Secrets, I love that movie. It is still so fun. It still feels like the first one, but it's darker, and Christian Coulson's in it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, now least favorites. Least favorites. I think my least favorite book is still Sorcerer's Stone. Agree. It's not that the baby I don't book. like it, but it's just it's starter book. It's not as interesting as the rest. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I have that book memorized. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Yeah, it's just it's the starter book. It's the baby book. It's the least interesting out of all of them, so it's mm-hmm. my least favorite. Yeah, I don't go back and reread that one very often. When I do, I cry. Oh, I know. <laughs> I do too. This last time that I read it, I read it when we, like, were doing our book club for it. I read it immediately coming off of just finishing reading <gasps> Deathly Hallows. Oh, no. And that made me very emotional. Yeah. Like, I read one. the last book and then immediately turned around and started with the first one again and was like, oh, God. That's painful. This sucks. <laughs> okay, least favorite movie is actually kind of a little bit of a tough one for me. It is a tough one. We just watched Prisoner of Azkaban, which was very cemented in the bottom spot for me. Yes. I had so much hate for it when we last watched it that it really put it down there for me. Yeah. I still didn't care for it when we watched it for the commentary, but I didn't have as much hate in my heart for it as I did that last time. Oh, that last time was bad, you guys. I lost my mind. She... She literally lost her. I lost my mind. And the crazy part was, we were watching both that and Goblet of Fire in the same sitting. And I cannot believe, because I really thought all my fervor was going to be directed at Goblet of Fire. But it all but came it, out. But it all came out of Prisoner. And then we got to crazy. Goblet and she was like, this is fine. 
I mean, I hate it, but it's fine. We, um, when we were, like, taking our Harry Potter class our senior year, our, the spring of our senior year, Emily and I would get together every week after we had finished, like, a book and, like, had our class discussion and would, like, watch the movie that went with whatever book we had just finished. And we would... I would, like, record Emily's reactions to everything and put it on my Snap story because it was always so entertaining. We'll have to and dig up some of those it. screenshots and put it on Instagram. Yeah, people people loved it. Like, I got, like, a lot of people being like, oh, my God, your friend is hilarious oh, <laughs> from those stories. And that, honestly, is kind of what made us start to think, like, maybe we should make our opinions a little bit more public because just, like, we sit and talk about Harry Potter all the time and those conversations are always hilarious. Yeah, we're real nasty about which it. Which is why, we, which is how we came up with the idea to do the podcast in the first place. But those, that those like, movie things that we did were kind of, like, the birth of that. <laughs> so just a little, like, side story to go with it. But I don't know. I, I think I still have to say that my least favorite movie is Goblet of Fire. And I don't want to say that because the graveyard is one of my favorite scenes in all eight movies. Yep. But, like, everything else in that movie makes me so angry. I think that's the one redeeming thing about it to me. When, like, I still just don't really care for anything in Prisoner of Azkaban. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna go with... I'm gonna go with Prisoner of Azkaban. Still. I'm surprised you're not going with Half-Blood Prince. (laughs) You know? Okay, this is the thing, though, is that I... Um, I really like the cave scene. Yeah. So it's like that that saves it for me. I know. But yeah, I hate that movie. <laughs> I hate that movie. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. They ruined my life. David That's a Yates. tough one. David Yates. David Yates. Oh, but I also really can't stand the director of the fourth movie, especially knowing that he didn't I even read know. the book. Like, that makes me so angry when I think about it. It was pretty garbage. Who gave you the right? I just have a lot of hate in my heart for a lot of these movies. Sorry, everybody. To be honest, I only really, really love 1, 2, and 7. Yeah. All the other ones I have major issues with. I would say, though, I used to really think that Order of the Phoenix was my most hated movie. Yes. But the the more that I watch it, the more I find redeemable about it. Same. I feel like it's one of those movies where I'm like, I get really mad about everything they left out. But I feel like for the most part, like, what they left in it was, like, done well. That's so exactly I can't get why that I mad. like it. I like it more now. I think I was just very angry because of the end of that movie it was so not great to me. Yeah. Like the minute they get to the Ministry of Magic, I was like, oh. Right. Well, this is wrong. Yeah. And defensive to me. And I get really mad that they cut St. Mungo's out too. Yes, they cut so much good stuff out. Huh. I used to get but. really, really pissed about the um, Dumbledore and Voldemort fight. It's like my favorite part of the movie now. Oh, really? Just be like because I kind of had to like let go, and Fantastic Beasts helped me with this. I had to let go of my hangups with the uh, like wand connection. Yeah, stuff. I had yeah. to. I had to just set it down and leave it be. Yeah, I know. David Yates. David Yates. <laughs> David Yates. Uh, but, like, I, I feel like one of the biggest redeeming qualities for that movie, besides having a bomb soundtrack, is, like, ba-da, I feel like a lot of the new... I feel like a lot of the new sets that come in that movie are so good. Like, I They're think really the great. ministry looks good. I think number 12 Grimald Place looks really good. I thought you were going to say Umbridge, so I started doing her theme song. Oh, she's bomb, too. She's I love so her. Good. I think the Room of Requirement is, like, all done really well. So, yeah. like, a lot of, like, that stuff is, like... 
That movie's beautiful. What happened to Half And it just Prince? looks pretty. <laughs> that movie's I gorgeous. Like, I like the coloring of it, the like bluish tint to it's it. It's so you know? beautiful. I like it. Daniel Radcliffe is so beautiful in that movie. I can't I stand Even it. Even though he has that bad military haircut. Yeah, he, he got, well, like what can you do? It's like you, you see what your hair looked like in the last movie and you have to like, <laughs> You have to just get rid of it you all. You like get so <laughs> upset because nobody told you what you looked like. Yeah. Oh, no. You feel so just, you can't even handle, not even a, not even an inch right. too long. You can't do it. Oh, man. I don't blame him. I'm so excited to do the commentaries for those. <laughs> They're all so good. I just, I get excited for every single commentary. I love those I know, because so now much. we're talking shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's getting fun. Oh, and they're so fun to, like, listen back, and I find myself being, like, Making a comment to myself in my head, and then I okay. hear myself say it in the commentary, and I'm like, my that? thoughts are the same every I, time. Um, I don't usually listen back to those, because I like to sync them up with the movies, because I think it's more fun that way, and then I'm like... Well, yeah, like, that's how yeah. I do it, too, but I, oh. like, I listen to them a lot, like, I, because I watch the movies all the time yeah. at home, and so now to make it more entertaining for that's me, I, like, so sync fun. up our, our commentaries. Because I don't, I don't watch the movies, like, so incredibly often, and it's, like, I have to do it with the movie because I don't like listening to the sounds of, like, our feet shuffling on the bed or the floor. Yeah. It's, like, too uncomfortable, all of our silence. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I have to watch it with the movie. Um, but we did that together with Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. I had started, I watched like an hour of it by myself and I said, oh, I gotta, I gotta get Katie to watch this with me next time we're together. And it was so spooky yeah. that I was like, just wait, you're going to be like, why didn't we, why didn't I say that joke? Why haven't we commented on this? And then literally two seconds later, we will say it in the recording. <laughs> it's really weird. I feel like there were some moments where we literally said things like almost at the same time that yes. like we in the commentary said it. Because I like when I speak, especially the commentary ones, because they're so long and we have to be like so focused on not having silences or anything. It's like, right. I forget everything that comes out of my mouth. Yes. I forget everything, I forget that, comes everything that comes out of my mouth for every single podcast. <laughs> I go back and listen to Honestly. it and I'm like, wait, I said that? <laughs> I know. There is a part in the Chamber of Secrets one where Christian Coulson says something and I, it just came out of my mouth without warning. I just say, okay, daddy. And I was like, <laughs> that's not allowed. Like, that cannot really be said. And I'm horrified by it. So it's like those are those are fun to listen back to just because like you're like, why haven't I said that? And you think you're really like genius for having this thought and then it's like you already thought of it and already made this joke stupid. I love it. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, take us to the next question. The next question is what is your favorite quote from the series? Oh man. Always. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I feel like Dumbledore has some good quotes. Those usually tend to be my faves. Uh, mine, I think, is, like, one of my favorite moments in the series, and it just, like, depresses me and warms my heart. And it's, the, it's like, the one thing I want to get tattooed um, is stay close to me. That yeah. breaks me into a thousand pieces, oh. and I love it so much. And that's the one that I, like... No, and I know, and I know. Yeah. But also, like, there is nothing quite as, like, sweet and sad and just, like, perfect as all was well. I know. That That's is, a good That one is pretty too. good, too. But I don't, I don't know. All is well. That's my nickname. That's a good one, too. These aren't quotes. <laughs> it's just funny things I like. Not my daughter, you bitch, is pretty classic. Not my daughter, you bitch. Yes. That's a good one. 
feel like Fred and George have some really great one-liners, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, like, you know, all the, like, inspirational Dumbledore ones. I never really, like, pay attention. I feel like my favorite Dumbledore one has always been the, like, of course it's happening inside your head, but why on earth should that mean That is a really real? sweet one. That is such a shout-out to the Harry Potter fans. I know, I know, and that's why that's I love so that one sweet. so much. Aww. Yeah, I think I'll I think I'll stick with the stay stay close to me just because it it touches my soul. That one is really good. But also, I was ripped from my body. I was less than a spirit, less than the meanest ghost. But still, I was alive. <laughs> what if that is word for word what it is? And I just know that. <laughs> I wouldn't even be surprised. You know everything about him. I am disgusting. <laughs> I am a horrible human being. I am a whore. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) Next question is who, uh, these next several are just about characters. Okay. So who's your favorite Weasley? Janae. Janae. (laughs) Why do I have to do that every time? It reminds me of Forrest Gump whenever. Oh my god. Janae. Janae. <laughs> it's my Eddie Redmayne voice and I don't understand because I'm trying to imitate Daniel Radcliffe in the Chamber of Secrets. When he pops out after fighting the basilisk and he like lays down next to him and goes, Janae, boom, and the basilisk <laughs> comes up. But I just sound like I'm doing my bad Eddie Redmayne voice. Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, maybe Ginny, but also Ron. I know. I was going to say Ron. It has to be Ron. Yeah. But also, too, I have a really, really deep spot in my heart for Molly, also. I really, really love Molly a lot. She's a good one. I know, I automatically just think of the children. I know, I do, too. I don't know, I might might say Ginny. I'm on a real Ginny kick. Yeah, Ginny is pretty badass. I love her. I love her too. Man, that girl deserves more. I also more. love friend George though. Like literally, the only ones I feel like I don't care about are like Percy and Bill and <laughs> oh, Charlie. Percy. <laughs> oh, Percy. Ugh. I I think I have to go Ron though. Yeah. Because he's that. just I I've been screaming about how much I love him so much. You lately. have been I just, since I have the to. rereads. You're since like since the rereads. I've been like obsessed. Ron is awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one. Who is your favorite marauder? Mm. Mine's Lupin. Mine's always been Lupin. I think I, I would also really say like Sirius Lupin. a lot, but I think it has to be Lupin. I'd say Lupin too. He's the best one. He's the best one. What if I said Peter Pettigrew? <laughs> We'd lose fans. <laughs> Sneak. Um, Sneak. <laughs> My favorite one is Sneak. <laughs> um, this next one's kind of generic. It's just who is your favorite male and female character? Okay. It's very broad. Lots of options. That's so tough, though. I know. Like, these other ones kind of break them down into categories, but that one's just like, who's your favorite guy? Jeez. Okay. Um. Favorite dude. Who is my favorite dude? Harold. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. I feel like it has to be Harry. I love that boy. I know. And then girl... So stuff. What girls are there? I think my favorite female is McGonagall. Yeah. I'd love Hermione though. I know. Hermione's really blonde too. I I'm gonna say Hermione. I love Hermione. Yeah. 
I feel, I just feel like we've been talking a lot about Ron, and then we've been talking a lot of bad stuff about movie Hermione. Yeah. We haven't gotten a lot of good book Hermione moments. It's coming, because Goblet of Fire, she... She kicks ass. She's the best. In Goblet of Fire, yes. And just continues to go from there. Yeah. Just the bomb.com, as they used to We're say. We're going to get a lot of really big, like, Hermione praises. I love her. Coming up soon. I know, but she's been so stuck in mom for these first three books. But I, she just, I love her, so I'm going to say I love Hermione. Yeah. Hermione's, it's Hermione. 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 <laughs> um, favorite villain? Timothy. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we it. did an entire episode just about him. I think everyone knows that he's our fave. I... Love him. Period. End of story. Yeah. Shit. He's so good. But if I didn't, if I, if I couldn't pick him, that's a more interesting one. Yeah, okay. If you have to, if you can't choose the obvious, who is your next favorite villain? Mm-hmm. I'm going to wipe out Grindelwald, too. I don't think he should count, either. Yeah, because there's a big two. second choice. Yeah. Like the smaller ones. Barty Crouch Jr. I was kind of thinking that. He's really cool. I'm so excited to read Goblet of Fire. <laughs> I know. He's like a truly an awful person. Yes. And it, he's his story's so cool. It's Barty Crouch Jr. for sure. Yeah. If I couldn't pick the big two. It's gotta be him. It's Junior for sure. So I feel like, like, what other villains are there? We already kind of talked about how Peter isn't really a villain. Yeah. There's Bellatrix, but, like, I'm not really that into her. I'm bored. Yes. Can I, I'm going to say something on the podcast that I said to you earlier. The more that I watch Bellatrix in the movies, the more I dislike it. I agree. And I feel like that is something that you are not allowed to say. Right, everyone freaks out about how great Helena Bottom Carter is. But she, you said that, as you had the perfect word, is that she is so, like, she's crazy, but she's so sophisticated in the books. Yes. And is totally lost. Yeah. It's all gone. Like, she still has that air of being, like, or she's supposed to still have the air of being, like, a pureblood from a prestigious family. She's not rabid. No. No, she's, <laughs> she's not, like, passionate. psychotic. <laughs> She doesn't walk around screaming all over the place all yeah. the time. It's a lot. Helena sure. Bottom Carter <coughs> is good at playing oh. the crazy. There's <laughs> a lot of activity outside. <laughs> it's okay. She is. She's good at playing psychotic. She, she does that in a lot of her roles. And kooky. Like, just nuts. Yeah. So it's probably why they chose her to play Bellatrix, but I don't know. I heard that the... Um, the girl who played Narcissa was originally cast to play Bellatrix. She would have been great, but she she's such a perfect. good Narcissa. She is a very Why did they do her dirty with that wig? I don't know. Ugh. Man. She would have, she would have played Bellatrix right, though, I think. She would have, she would have done her a lot better. She would have. Yeah. Very upper crust, but quietly yeah. crazy. What other villains are there? I mean... I'm There's not a fan the, of Greyback. I don't. I hate Greyback, and I, I don't really consider any of the Malfoys like villains. Maybe Lucius, yeah, but I love him. 
But he's so, like, by the time we get into, like, the big leagues, he is so mediocre. Right. Even in Order of the Phoenix. I know. I think he's lame. So it's like, I'm not in, like, a way that I don't care for him, but I don't, I don't think he is, he's not big enough to be a big bad. Yeah. No. So. He's, like, he's a minion. He's, like, my favorite henchman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But I don't think he's, like, big enough to be a villain. Yeah. Barty Crouch Jr. is a villain villain, though. Yeah. He's just so good. I mean, good. you got Umbridge, but everyone hates her. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm, like, only thinking of Death Eaters. Umbridge, yeah. yeah. She's a great villain. Mm-hmm. She is really good. I think she's a really clever villain on Joanne's oh, part, just by God. making, like, the government the villain. Seriously. I think that was really, like, smart. Voldemort is in that book, and, like, an active threat yet umbridge is the villain of that book and yes. the government is the villain yeah which oh it's so, so cool. fucking good yeah oh that book is so good oh yeah yeah umbridge umbridge or barty crouch jr but i feel like umbridge you also have to get out because it's like those are the those are the three right so it can't be any of them it's barty crouch jr yeah um, next question. Who is your favorite professor? McGonagall. 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 Or Lupin. Yeah. But if I had to pick, like, a professor that is, like, there a for staple. the entire series, it would yeah. be McGonagall. Lupin's a great teacher. Lupin, I think, is a better teacher than McGonagall. I in agree. In terms of teaching. I agree. But of the teachers, the character I like best is McGonagall. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, hands down, McGonagall. I love her so much. She's so good. I am so thankful that she didn't die. Oh my <laughs> I'm God. so thankful. Seriously. Um, is there a character that you felt differently about in the movie than you did in the book? Ginny. Ginny. She sucks in the movies. She does. Are there any characters that are better in the movies than they are in the books? No, I was about to say Tonks is another one. Yeah, she sucks in the movie. I have my weird personal feelings about Lupin in the movies, but that's not yeah. that's not everybody, so I can't. I really feel speak like Ginny and Tonks are the two that like a lot of people like fandom wide are like, yeah, they are bad in the movies. What do they have in common? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hermione. Who is better in the movies? Now, like, better in terms of, like, characterization, not just, like, what was... I literally dropped what I was going to say. More likable. We're not talking about likability, because that's a lot of people. But who who do you love more? Who do you have more love for in the movies than in the book? I think Snape is a thousand times more likable in the movie. Yeah, but that's not it. Not just likable, but who... Who's, like, a better character? Oh. Um. Because everybody's more likable. Yeah. Um. I don't know if there is anybody that's I really can't think of anybody. I really can't think of anybody. I feel like... No. I was gonna say maybe Luna. Just because that actress is great. But 
Luna's so good in the books. I think, um, if anything, she's probably one of the most accurately represented yes. in, like, the, in I the would agree. book and the movies. Um, but I, I wouldn't say that she's better in the movie. I'd just no. say she's, like, the equivalent of yeah. book Luna. Hmm. <laughs> this is a tough one. I don't know if there's an answer. Because for a second I was like, maybe Fred and George, because I really like them in the movies. But I'm like, no, I really like Much them in the books, Much better in the books, too. Oof, this is really hard. I don't know. I know. I do really, really enjoy Lucius Malfoy in the movies. Like, Jason Isaac's Lucius. Yeah. I guess I will have to, like, kind of save that judgment till we read more of him in these I next know. couple books. Just because I don't quite remember how he's... Yeah. I think yeah. he's definitely more charming in the movies. Yeah. A lot of characters. Yeah. I keep thinking, like, okay, well, Slughorn's more likable, but I don't want him to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the likable thing is so hard. Yeah. Right. I can't think of anything who I genuinely enjoy more. In the movie. Yeah. The Weird Sisters. No, 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 no. They're men. Right. <laughs> Rude. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody. That's an impossible question because it has no answer. Right. <laughs> Bad question. <laughs> Good question. No Just answer. No answer. Um, kind of to go along with that, um, is there a movie that you prefer over the book? Oh. My heart wants to say no, I love all the books. But a small part of me is like, I think as of right now, I get more enjoyment out of watching Sorcerer's Stone than I do out of reading the book. Mm. Yes. I agree, but I think that's just because it's... I, think it's I just feel like it's, it's nostalgic. Yeah. And, like, nostalgic. The, the movie is so nostalgic. Like, that was the first piece of Harry Potter that I ever, like, experienced ever was mm -hmm. the movie, you know? Like, that's the only one where I experienced the movie before I experienced the book. But I just, like, I get so bored when I read that book. I do, too. I get and it. And I, I am so entertained by that movie every time I watch it. Yeah. I could go with that, but I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like you can't even count the first movie or book. I know. With that. So if it was out of that... No. 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 No, because there's just no way for all the great details to be in the movies. Right. And I love all the great details. You know. I love it. I love to get in there. I can't get in there so much in a movie. No. Get in a TV show. Oh! Let me make it. Oh, please let me make it. <laughs> oh. Let me get in there before Bill Skarsgård gets too old. <laughs> please. <laughs> This is one that I'm not sure if we've really talked about on a podcast yet or not. Maybe a little bit in the movie commentary, but Richard Harris versus Michael Richard Gaiman. Richard Harris, Richard Harris, Richard Harris. Always and forever. Michael Gaiman sucked. He was not great. I don't think he understood the character of Dumbledore. No. Like, I, I think that's where that fell flat was just like, 
He didn't understand him. I only liked him in the cave and in the death scene. Mm-hmm. But even then, it still wasn't right. Yeah. But it was the best he did. <laughs> he, I think his worst two are definitely Goblet and Order. I don't even really remember him that much in Order of the Phoenix. He just yells a lot. Oh. Brian. <laughs> Brian. Brian. <laughs> That's true. He does come in yelling and then just drops that sick Brian. I know. And then same thing with, like, when Trelawney's being kicked out. I feel like he, like, yells in that scene, too. Hmm. Or he's very, like, harsh. He is a very harsh Dumbledore. Yes. And then all of a sudden, like, there is a change in Half-Blood Prince. And and not for the better. Right. I know. He's, like, such a weird old man in that movie. He's very, like, grandfatherly, but kind of, like, creepy grandfatherly. Yeah, don't care for that. Quit asking me about my love life. Right. Creep. I know. <laughs> Just because you're lonely. <laughs> and we, we talked about this earlier already, too, but he sucks in the King's Cross scene. Yeah. Not great. That scene just has, like, nothing anyway. He's barely in Prisoner, but I don't think he's good in that one either. He's a weirdo in that movie. I don't like the scene. I am really, really bothered by the scene where Ron is, like, yes. in the hospital wing and he keeps hitting his leg. I hate that. I know. That was my favorite when we were recording the commentary and just go, I hate it. Nope, I hate, that. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I hate this. I hate what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, he's not great. And um, I don't, we didn't really get to see much of Richard Harris, but he was perfect for those first two. Yeah. And it would have been interesting to see how he continued to play him. In a way, I'm almost a little bit glad that he didn't play him in the later movies because it would have made it so much harder for me to hate Dumbledore if it had been Richard Harris yeah. all the way through. That's true, but who knows what he would have been able to do as he gets a right. little more, you know, I know. nasty. Ooh, that would have been fun to see. But he's very stately, which I feel like is Dumbledore until you really get to know him in six. Yeah. Then he's got a little more... I mean, he always had personality. Yeah. But you you see him as, like, a more full of depth. Right. So who knows? Who knows? It's tough to tell. But definitely Richard Harris. I don't care for Michael Gambon. Yeah. I don't care for it. Um, next question. What is the number one thing that um, annoyed you that it was, like, not in the movies? Uh... Very tough. There's a lot. There's a lot. Can we say movie by movie? Sure. For each movie. Number one. And it can be, like, the way that this was written, it can be, like, things they left out, or just, like, the way that a character was portrayed, or it can be, like, anything. Okay. Or, like, a specific character that was maybe left out. It's gonna get so fucking hard. First <laughs> movie. Get bigger. First movie, I'm really mad that they left out Peeves. I was gonna say that's really the only complaint I have. Yeah. Peeves. Maybe the um, the midnight duel. With- yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm also really disappointed that they left Charlie out of that, like coming to pick up Norbert, because I feel like that would have been a really fun. That way to introduce. That would have been cute. Yeah, Peeves or Charlie. Can't decide, but yeah. one of those. Number two. What do what do they leave out of Chamber of Secrets besides the Death Day party, which I don't care about? Um. I like can't think of anything. I there's there's gotta be something that they like 
fudged up. Here's what I the something that you would change or the way a character was portrayed. Um, I guess what I would say is I I really don't care for the almost murdering Harry Potter at the end of the movie. Yeah, Lucius Malfoy. That is always a wild one. That for me. Is, so I guess yes. I guess that I feel like that's no good. But it's not really something that was left out. So. Yeah. And something I would change. But I can't think of anything that was left out. Right. I don't know. I can't either. I mean, maybe just, like, Harry's, like, fun times at the burrow when he first arrived. Like, do you know, in the garden would have been kind of fun. Maybe Tom Riddle's Valentine's Day poem. Oh, that would have been fun, too. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the Cupid. Yeah. Okay, I would have, I would have kind of liked to have seen Valentine's Day. As a yeah. whole, with Lockhart's outfit, would have been fun. Right. With all the teachers being so pissed, yeah, just like, and like a, the just like a two-minute, a two-minute two scene. I wouldn't even need. I wouldn't even need to see. I Valentine. feel like even if they had um, just filmed some kind of like deleted scene and like kept that on the DVD, that yeah. would have been fine with me. <laughs> but it wasn't necessary. I guess that's just like one clip I have because I don't really feel like I I need the Death Day. Yeah, party. No, maybe I'm honestly maybe it, happy they left that out. Yeah, it was kind of boring. Maybe it would have been cool to have, but they don't have the foresight for this. Like, it doesn't matter. But like seeing something about the vanishing cabinet being broken. Yeah. Or really just, or that. like the quick spell stuff. Learning that <gasps> the squib the, stuff. The stuff. That's a big one, actually. Yeah. Okay, but I think that's in deleted scenes. It is. They do have a deleted scene about so that. So then I don't care. I'll say Valentine's Day just for the fun in the camp. Yeah. I can't get enough of Lockhart, so. I know. He's so fun. Down for that. Um, Maybe more evil monologuing. Yes. <laughs> Dude, always chamber. take more. Always good. Always good. Prisoner of Azkaban. I would want more detail in the Marauders. I would want the Shrieking Shack part to be a thousand times longer. Yeah. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. Cut out the Whomping Willow bits that don't fucking matter. Yeah, And then you've got like an extra like two to five minutes to devote to this serious Black is Innocent situation. Yeah. I want more of like the backstory. Like I think they covered the explanation of like, oh, Peter was it all along kind of okay. Yeah. But like I want more of the backstory of how they were all friends, how they all knew each other. Yeah. How they, why they all became Anna, Anna Maggie. Anime guys. Anime guys. <laughs> that's how decided it was said. Anime guys. Yep. Okay, so that's my one for that. That's so. like, I don't, I don't like any, I don't really like any of it, but I would, I need, I need the Shrieking Shack stuff to be. It was three yeah. fucking chapters. Right, I know. I feel like that movie isn't a lot of like what I would like want added. It's just a lot of like. How I would redo stuff. Down. Yeah. And, like, put the detail in. And put in the detail. Okay, Goblet of Fire. Ugh. (laughs) So much. Ugh. This is where it gets hard, because it's like, I want to see more of just the fun, like, the Quidditch World Cup. Barty Crouch Jr. backstory. Barty Crouch Jr. backstory. I would also really have liked it if they had mentioned um, Hermione's, like, house elf stuff. That would have been great, too. But, I don't need that as much. Right. As the Barty Crouch Jr. thing, because he's in it. And more monologuing from Voldemort in the graveyard would have been nice, too. Yeah, that was rushed. That also is, like, a couple chapters in the end of Goblet. One chapter was just him telling... (laughs) 
isn't my story amazing? <laughs> isn't my story I love beautiful my story. and tragic? I love my story. That's a whole chapter. Yeah. With literally just like, he's going and going and going. Every couple paragraphs, it's like the Death Eaters shuffled their feet. Continuing on. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like a full chapter. It's, it's so, so good. good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's very good, but I would have to say the Barty Crouch Jr. stuff because that matters so much to me. Mm-hmm. Give David Tennant something to do. Right? Please. Good God with the tongue. This is a tough one now for Order of the Phoenix. There's two big ones that I would have wanted. I know. The Department of Mysteries fully mm-hmm. or St. Mungo's. I know. Those are my two also. I think I would have to, I lean towards St. Mungo's. Me too. Because, like, the stuff with Neville breaks my heart. And also just getting to see Lockhart again would be fun. Yes. And even though I remember um, news was coming out about the final book, um, rumors and things, around the time that this movie came out, Mm -hmm. um, and there was lots of talk that the love room would be very important in the last book. And then oh. we went to go see this movie, and I was like, um, I'm sorry. I had to look at a dumb fucking veil in quotes. I looked at a fucking stone arch with some mist in the middle of it. <laughs> some body spray from Claire's from 2005. Oh my god. I can't stand it. So I was really angry about that. But I yeah. think, honestly, St. Mungo's has more lasting impact. I agree. Give me enough... To be terrified of Bellatrix when she comes in. I know. Let's do it. So St. Mungo, I will go with St. Mungo's, even though it would be so cool to see all of the stuff and people getting wrecked and the brains would have made me poop my pants in the The brains theater. are cool. I, I'm horrified every time I reread that book, specifically in the time room when the Death Eater has Becomes a baby, the baby head. <gasps> yes. That is so sick and disgusting and it makes me want to puke. So it would have been cool to see all of that and a nightmare. There's lots of like battle in that book that I feel like we miss out on because like also just besides the like Department of Mysteries, there's also like when the ministry kind of invades Hogwarts and like McGonagall gets hurt. Like yeah. there's all that kind of stuff too and that we is, don't really get any yeah. of that either. Hmm. So, they leave a lot out of that one. But I will go with St. Mungo's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Alright, here we go. Half-Blood. It's the memories, obviously. (laughs) If I had to pick one, specifically just from a movie standpoint to continue through with the movies, Mm -hmm. it would have to be the Hepzibah one. Really? Because how- I hate this weird, like, I have a sense- I have a spider sense about what the horcruxes are, and when I get close to them, I know. Yeah. Get out of my face. He needs to know what they are. Right. Uh, I wonder what it could be. Oh, looks like it's this cup. My head pain is telling me. Yeah. I can hear it whispering to me. I can hear it. Because if that's the case, he would have had a headache every time that he was fucking around with that diary. Yeah. And that was the biggest part. Right. So leave me alone. It has to be that one. As much as I... As I would have loved to see Valdiddle in all his glory come into that interview. Yeah. That would have pleased me deeply. But in terms of, like, going forward in the movies to correct further mistakes, has to be the Hepsible one. Yeah. I agree with that, I think. I mean, for my own selfish selfish thing, I want the interview scene, I think, more just from, like, 
that being the one that I think I would be more interested in seeing. But I think you're right, like, from the standpoint of what one makes the most sense to be the next one to be in the movie, it's the Hepzibah one. Uh, One other, I mean, it's like, I I don't want this more than the Hepzibah thing, but I would have really loved to see the, um the bathroom scene done longer before Sectum Sempra. Yes. Have Myrtle back in it, even though she really makes me like, um, physically uncomfortable in the movies mm-hmm. because she's so sexually charged. Right. I know, <laughs> but it would have been, it would have been good to see that yeah, in full. For sure. I enjoy that, but it, I, I'm, I'm taking the bullet. I'm not going to see my creepy man. Just gonna have to look at fucking Frank Delane with a better haircut, seducing an old fat woman. Yeah. That's what I would need to see. <laughs> Just because I, I hate that. I hate that weird explanation of, I'm getting a vision. It's a, it's a tiara. Yeah. I hate it. I <laughs> can see co- Hogwarts. I can see Hogwarts. Yeah. I can't do that, so. Yeah. Okay. Last Deadly two. Hallows, part one. Mm, Lupin. I think, yes, I was just going to say no, Lupin. No, 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 no. I take it all back. That part's really cool and good, but I need the Regulus and Creature story. Sorry. Oh, yes. Sorry. I need that. Yes. For my health and well-being. I know, I know. That, I'm mad, because they went to the trouble of having Creature in it. Right. Yeah, they could have, like, found Mundungus their own way if they really had to. I wish that they did that story. It's so good. And he makes some soup and they never come home. I know. That's what's, like, really sad about it is just seeing, like, the turnaround with Creature. I know. I don't know why I was so quick yeah. to jump on that Lupin thing when it's Well, the regulus. Lupin thing, that was my first thought, too. I was like, it would have to be the Lupin thing. Because I do really like that and I still wish that had been in the movie. Yeah. The Lupin thing. I think it's interesting to see Harry, like, standing up to a marauder. Yeah. For a change. It's good. Yeah. But. And you also see a different side of Lupin, too. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's just really good. Yeah. Mm. But I'm I'm sick. Oh, excuse you. (laughs) I'm sticking with Creature and Regulus. That is I need that backstory. I need it. Like, air. Like a year. Part two, there's so much. But I'm 100% going with the final showdown and death. Yeah. Has to change. Yes. Has to. Ugh. I also wish, like, just in that, too, like, show people fighting him. I don't need to see him fly away with Harry as much as I, I love the that. backhanding. Yeah. I don't care. Have him in the thick of it. He's right. in it. He's fighting people. Yeah. Let everyone have a chance at him. It doesn't have to be only Harry that fights him all the time. I know. So, but it's it's definitely, I want that speech. You fucked up. I don't need this giant dramatic thing of him looking so ugly crawling yeah. for that wand. I know. Help. I hate his death in that movie so much. It's so bad. Every I would, time I I see would that want like picture. everything that happens from like the moment they come out of the forest to like the epilogue. Like, that entire chunk I want put into that movie because I feel like none of it is. They just kind of went off and did their own thing for the ending. Yeah. Don't care for that. Like, I want I want Voldemort's speech when he comes out. I want the stuff with Neville. 
I want the battle as it should be. I want Harry's final confrontation and I want his death. And I want them to go to Dumbledore's office afterward and to have that too. Like, it's just like that entire sequence. Yeah. But if I gotta be specific, it's it's that final showdown and death. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my god, can I tell you something crazy? Yeah. So I watched that Ray Fiennes um, interview thing where he's like going through his like movie highlights of his career or whatever. Yeah. And so he talks about Voldemort. And at the end of that section, talking about Harry Potter, he's like, um, I would feel really disappointed if they didn't ask me back if they had him in the movies again. And at first I was like, okay, come on. But then I thought, what if they end Fantastic Beasts with him going to kill the Potters? Ooh. And it's Ray Fiennes again, but he looks like normal but gross. Yeah. And I got a little bit excited that about That would it. be kind of interesting. <laughs> I just need to put that out there because it's been on my mind. I was like, if he did come back, that would be good to just do that last, like, moment. Was he talking about, like, if they were to remake Harry Potter, he'd no. be disappointed if they cast a new Voldemort? Or is I he, don't like, think if they so. were to make new... I think he was saying if they, if they make... He said if they make another... I'd be disappointed. Yeah. And so I assume, because Fantastic Beasts is happening, right. that it was like, well, if Voldemort's ever in that. I want to That's be how it him. went in my mind. I'm like, dude, it's going to be a while, because like this Fantastic Beasts franchise is like teetering some people's opinions on Harry Potter, so it's going to be a while now that it's then, you know, it's not going to be remade for a while. Right. So you're going to be too old. Yeah, I know. Ugh. I would love to give him a, a chance with some better screenplay. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Let him, like, go. I think he could have played a really good Voldemort. We know he could have played a really good Voldemort, because he played a really good Voldemort in Goblet of Fire. He did. He was so lame in those last two movies. I Disappointed. Know. Not of, like, his fault. I think the writing just was lame. I think that's what it is with all of the characters that we don't like in the movies. I think that's why Hermione and Ginny suck in the movies, too. Yeah. It's not the actress's fault. It's no. the way that they were written. It's David Yates. Yeah. And his menstruations. Mm-hmm. I can't, can't stand that man. I know. <laughs> I can't stand that man. Oh, man. David Yates. Oh, my God. Well, that kind of makes sense why he was so willing to come back as Voldemort for the Gringotts ride in Florida. He seemed like he liked it. He did really like it. He was I was I was just like I kind of assumed that like since he was another one of those actors who had a very like clearly established career before he was ever in Harry Potter. I was so surprised was to see him like, on that ride. I know. I was just kind of like I didn't think that he would hold Harry Potter in like such a high regard compared to all of the other stuff he's done. Yeah. You know? So like I I thought it was really impressive that they that they brought him back and now to hear him say like I want to keep playing Voldemort if I get that opportunity yeah I think that's cool he said that he like really enjoyed it it was a cute little interview I like that yeah oh it was kind of fun it was kind of fun seeing that and that you know they just kind of let him they let him go I really really love him he's great I'm afraid to say anything about any man <laughs> I'm afraid to say anything about any famous man. It's going to turn out disappointing. I know. But he's, he seems like a chill dude. I love so that, we'll see. that <laughs> one, like, rom-com that he was in. The one with Jennifer Lopez. With Jennifer Lopez? A Made in Manhattan. Have you not seen that? Oh, I think I did, like, a really long time ago. Oh, my Jennifer God. Jennifer Lopez. It's so funny to see him 
be the like the guy in a rom-com after realizing that like he's also Voldemort because you can like hear his voice and he's saying these very like sexy things and you're like oh god one time um because I'm outing myself here as I do watch Bravo TV um there was one time where he was on that like watch what happens live show which I hate yeah. and I was like oh it's right fine I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this and they made him read Harry Mort fan fiction really on live TV oh my god it was the worst that poor man can I say something that I just I get really mad about just like on behalf of like people yeah nobody wants. Nobody wants any actor or real person to find their fan fiction. No, And I never, think that it's really never. disgusting of, like, talk show people, because that's usually where it comes from. I just, like, don't bring it up. It's rude, because it, it usually will make, you know, the people uncomfortable. Yeah. And also, like, stop shitting on this person who, like... I don't care if it's, like, good writing or not. Like, they put some love into that. Yeah. Shut up. I think it's rude. We've been talking too long, Katie. What's the next question? Um, the next one is, what movie would you remake if you could only remake Half-Blood Prince. Half-Blood Prince, duh. Half-Blood Prince. Um, the next one is another two-parter. First, what, um, Pottermore house, like, what house did Pottermore put you in? Huffer Puffer. Huffer Puffer. Same here. What house do you believe that you belong in? Huffer Puffer. Huffer Puffer, same. Some people don't agree with Pottermore, though, so they re- I get Okay, they... well, the people who retake it until they get the house they want are just lying to themselves. Right. The first Pottermore I ever made, I really wanted to be a Gryffindor, and so, so I, I rigged the test to yep. get Gryffindor. But then I made another one to see what I actually am, and I got Hufflepuff. Heffer, Heffer. Heffer, Heffer. Viacom. Um, just while we're on the, the subject of Pottermore quizzes, what was your Patronus when you took that quiz? A Borzoi dog. A really? noodle dog. I got one of those big Russian noodle oh, dogs. Oh, that's really cute. I love it. Yeah. What about you? What Mine did you get? was a dolphin. I was about to try and do a dolphin noise and I stopped <laughs> myself before it happened. Did you say my mouth opened Which was up like, and I froze? I saw it. You like... I saw you, like, change your mind in your face. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I was, like, really disappointed by that at first because I wanted it to be some kind of dog. Yeah. But I think a dolphin fits, too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What about your animagus form, if you could choose? I feel like I think about this a lot, where I think, if I were an animal, what would I be? Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think I'd be a bear. A bear? Yeah. I can see that. Because I'm just, like, a fat, lazy bitch. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I get pissed. Yeah. I get pissed and I get passionate. Mm-hmm. But I just want to eat and go to bed for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. And I think they're cute. So I'd want to be a bear. I feel like if I was going to do something, I'd want to be something big. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't be, like... I wouldn't want to be, like, a pet. I feel like I wouldn't want to be a pet. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like my personality always lines up with that of, like, a golden retriever or something. Yeah. But I feel like if I had to pick a wild animal, I would say maybe, like, a panda bear. <laughs> Bears all like around. That. Bears all around. Yeah, I or don't know. Or an elephant. I like it. Or an elephant. Or a giraffe. Giraffe. I could be a giraffe. I'm tall. You could be like a giraffe. A giraffe. <laughs> I was a giraffe for Halloween this year. <laughs> I bought a onesie. <laughs> like an animal onesie. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. It was fun. That was our, like, work theme 
Halloween costume was like animal themed, and all of That's us dressed cute. up as different animals. And so that was I smart. Was, I was a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. Um, what would be your best subject or your favorite class? Um, just like in terms of subject, or like that goes along with the teacher. I I think just in terms of subject, I suppose charms or potions. I I feel like charms would be my favorite. Just because it's the most useful to me. Yeah. But also I feel like I'm drawn to potions. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cooking and... feels like crafting. <laughs> what about in terms of a teacher? Which one do you think would be your best one? I feel like I thrive under teachers like McGonagall. Yeah. Because I want to impress. And I like a strict teacher. Mm. I feel like mine would be like Lupin, maybe. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of like Neville in that way where I get really stressed if I feel a lot of pressure from people. Mm-hmm. So I like very casual learning environments a lot more. I do too, but I'm so uninterested in defense against the dark arts. I know. I do, though. I The last time we were reading Prisoner of Azkaban, I noticed that Lupin was definitely one of those teachers who would just like call on a random student to like, answer <gasps> hate a question. That. hate that. And I hate that. Hate gave that gave me so much anxiety like, in because high school. Because I don't know. Right. I if I know the answer, dumb. I'm gonna volunteer it. Yeah. So like, don't. That's the shit ask that makes me. me feel dumb. I don't yeah. want to say I don't know. And if right. I honestly can't think of it, it's because I don't know mm-hmm. yet. You're still in the middle of teaching me. Please don't call on me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I hate it when teachers do that. Like, what's the point of that? To just like embarrass your students? I don't understand. Yeah. Why they do that? Uh, what would be your most used spell? I feel like I would use Accio a lot because I lose things all the time. Agree. That's so funny. (laughs) We say it so differently just because of how we, like, interacted with that word originally. Oh, really? You say Osseo, don't you? Osseo. Osseo. I say Accio. But yeah, I I lose stuff constantly. I lose my phone, like, five times a day. And my keys. Yes. All the time. That's that's the number one. Also, I'm so lazy. If I don't have to get up from the couch to, like, get a water bottle. Yes, yeah. please. Right. Yes, please. Yeah. I would also use cooking magic a lot because I hate cooking. <laughs> I eat out way more than I should because I'm just too lazy to take the time to, like, make a sandwich or yeah. something simple. Or I a feel bowl like of cereal. I would also really enjoy... Um, Muffliato, so it could be as loud as I want and not bother anybody. Yeah, that's a good one too. So I'm considerate like that. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. Um, who would be your best friend at Hogwarts? Oh God, Hannah Abbott. <laughs> she seems normal that's and such nice. A good answer. <laughs> you're so you're so genuinely like, oh, I loving love that. Her. She just seems sweet. I feel like if I had to pick, like, an act, like, I was going to say an actual character, but, like, someone who's, like, maybe more popular, I would say maybe Ron. I don't, I think I'd be too intimidated by Ron. Not to be, like, rude, but it's, like, I would, I would know dudes in high school like that, where it's, like, I feel like I would be too stressed to be around that, like, I have to be, like on my game at all times to, like, impress him, and that's too much for me. I feel like if Harry wasn't famous... I would get along with him really well, but I think the fact that he was so popular would, like, scare me off of him and make me not interact with him a lot. Also, for, like, my own sake, like, I can, 
I continually just like befriend people who require so much friendipisting. Yeah. Oh, and that boy, that boy needs a real therapist. Right. I can't be a friend of piss to him. Right. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Hannah Abbott seems nice. Hannah Abbott does seem like a good one. I feel like I'd want to be friends with Ginny. I know. She would be that person who I, like, observed from afar and was like, I really want to be friends with you, but I'm too scared to talk to you. She's, she's like, a person who is, like, popular and deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> for sure <laughs> and I would like need to be near her yeah from like a, from cool. a I would like to have you as a friend standpoint and also I'm attracted to you mm-hmm. come close to me yeah <laughs> I also feel like Dean and Seamus would be kind of fun to be friends with yeah just like the background crew just to like hang out in the back of the classroom and like goof around mm-hmm. you know like I, I would really like to hang out with Dean especially I really like him a mm-hmm. lot he's cute so that would be fun who would be your Yule Ball date? Cedric Diggory. Wow, that was immediate and visceral and real. I love Cedric Diggory so much. I love him. He's such a gentleman and a scholar. I know, he is beautiful and wonderful. I would choose Neville Longbottom. Yes. I love Neville so much. I've said it before, I will say it a thousand times more. If I could date anyone from the Harry Potter universe, it would 100% be Neville Longbottom. Can I, like, third wheel with Cedric and Cho? Do it. Can I be their third? Yeah. (laughs) I would love to be a part of that. Oh, I love that. I would love to be a part of that. If I could just, like, soak up any of the love and energy that they have, I would love that. I know. If I could just third wheel their Yule Ball date, I'd be set. <laughs> I don't even really have to be involved in it. I just want to be able to watch it. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but agree. Well, not, <laughs> no, not, not sexy stuff, but just like <laughs> cute conversations. Just like be that, that person so who like cute. stands there and like listens to two people talk and pretends you're part of the conversation, yeah. but you're really not. And I'm not, I'm not like super cutesy romantic or anything, but like if if it's Cho, I'd be I'd be there. Yeah. She's so sweet and kind and wonderful. And if she wants to take me out on a dumb date, I will go out on that dumb date with her. I will hold her hand. I will drink dumb tea with her. (laughs) I will buy her a feather boa. (laughs) I will do whatever she wants. I love it. Uh, Which hella would you own? The cloak. Cloak. Duh. We've we discussed this. <laughs> um, is there any aspect of the books that you would want to change? Oh. Bleh. Not prepared for this. This is one I feel like I have to think on a lot. I'd say my gut reaction is to have um, Rita try and out Dumbledore on the book. Mm-hmm. I'd love that. I'm sure people would have not cared for it. Yeah. But I, th- I think it's clever. And it's, I think that would have been awesome. And it seems like something that would have happened, and I'm surprised it never did. I know. Like, that's a... It's a shitty way to... To do it, but if that came about... And it, like, so organically almost did at the King's Cross scene. Right. But that would have been a great conversation about love, to yeah. send him back out there. Yeah. That's that's just it. that was my immediate answer to that. But um, 
I guess this isn't like a plot point that I would want to change, but this is something I've talked about a couple times here, and I would really want to just like change the house stereotypes. Yeah. If I could. Like, just do something to make the houses like more inclusive, or maybe like, so they're not so like sectioned off and like kept away from everyone else you know that's what that's like my dream for like post series yeah is that like like you we learn the sit lesson at your table yeah you can sit wherever you want in the great hall or yeah I, I mean i get the point of house common rooms i guess but for people to be able to like have sleepovers with friends in other houses and stuff well parvati and padma it's like they're twins, right. and they've lived with each other forever. And now, and now it's like they're so separate. Now they can't, but they make time, so I don't right. know. I just, like, we didn't get a good glimpse of it, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I just get really upset about the house stereotypes, and I feel like that's kind of maybe something about the fandom that I would change a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bad Slytherin trope, and the, the brave Gryffindor, and how you have to, like, fit this mold to fit into a house. What's your favorite thing? Being brave. Getting what I want. Books. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's those. it's no good. Yeah, I would say that. I'm not really sure what else I would. If there was anything else that I would. I don't know if there are any like specific plot points that I would change. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it would be bomb if more people called Dumbledore out on his shit. Yeah. Like, if people just stood up to him, if Sirius had been like, I'm not just gonna sit in this house like you want me to, or I'm yeah. gonna let Harry come right home with me at the end of the summer instead mm-hmm. of forcing him to go live with the Dursleys for a week first. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, like, big plot points I would change, though. Mm-hmm. Huh. Don't know. I just love it all. I know. I can't think of anything. That it's I hate. too good. I can't think of anything that I hate right now. I know. I feel. I feel confident and strong in my in my Dumbledore answer. Right. And I'm not going to think about it. That any is longer. a good one. Because that was a good one, and I'm. I don't need. To, <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to. To perfect to perfection. <laughs> um, which character that died would you save? If you could only say oh. one. Oh. Voldemort. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's tough. Ugh. Maybe to preface that, which character's death was, like, the saddest for you? Okay. Don't kill the pet. I know. No, I don't know. I really don't know. Fred's is really tragic. But Fred's is I don't, very tragic. I don't have like a deep connection to the twins. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that would be it or not. I feel like Sirius's death is the saddest for me just because I f- feel the saddest for Harry when that happens. Yeah. It's necessary though. It is necessary and I, I am happy that she killed him. but. Yeah. I I just get so sad for Harry in that part. In both the book and the movie, I think his death scene in the movie is very sad. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Oh, man. It's really hard because so many of the deaths serve such a good purpose. I know. Shoot. 
I mean, if I could keep even just, like, either James or Lily from dying. Oh, yeah. Um. But. I'm trying to think of any kids that die. Colin Creevy, maybe? Don't care. Oh! I do oh! care! No, but it's like he didn't matter past the, that book. Right. Sorry, that was really rude for no reason. <laughs> Don't care. Don't care. Uh, uh, you know what's fucked up to think about is that one of those bodies I was trying to grab Harry might have been Regulus. <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> Just thinking of dead people. <laughs> Oh my god. I feel like maybe Loop and I would try to save Merope. Merope. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> then Tom would have been okay. Um, I would not save Snape. <laughs> Hell no. I think he should have died sooner. <laughs> <laughs> he should have just been burned to death when Hermione lit him on fire in the first place. Oh my god, if she just fully <laughs> committed a murder and was put away for the rest of the series. Like, remember that girl we were kind of friends with and she, like, killed a teacher? <laughs> oh my god. The series would have ended so fast because Ron and Harry wouldn't have made it anywhere without her. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I really don't know. I think all the deaths are good. I know. I keep thinking of whichever one. I'm like, oh, Lupin. And I'm like, no, it's so good that they all die. I know. Tonks, maybe. Tonks, maybe. Orphaning children. I, I feel like that that was even the point of that, though. Like, I yeah. feel like the whole point of putting Lupin together with Tonks in the first place was for them to have a so baby that he and die. So that, like, was she just the war only always open causes woman? orphans? Is that why? It must. I don't know. So that there could be another child left as an orphan yeah. when the war was over, just like Harry was. God. That's the point. That's why they did that. Ugh. I don't know. I can't answer that. I can't answer that. I don't know. I think that they all deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I had to, I would say Fred. I guess if I had to choose one, yeah. Because I, I get... <laughs> if I had to kill a Weasley... He would not be the one. I have a, I have a um a reverse question is who would you wanted to have died at the battle? Umbridge. Stop it. <laughs> no. Someone that you would have been sad about but who you think it would have been good for them to have died at the battle. Maybe Hagrid? Oh. Oh my god. That would have been tragic and I would have cried really and I'm happy that he didn't die but I think it would have been maybe powerful if he had. You know what would have been really powerful is that if Percy died on the right side. Yes. Yes. That would have been good. Oh, Percy. If you gotta kill a Weasley, kill him. Sad! <laughs> Sad. Were Bill and Charlie even at the war? They had to have been, right? Bill was, for sure. Was Charlie there? I don't know, probably. I don't know, probably. Probably. I, have, I haven't read that part. It's such a hodgepodge. I don't know. I think I think Percy could have been a good one. Hagrid makes me too sad. Um, I feel like so many people do die that I'm like, who doesn't die? I know. 
Because I don't want any of the other Weasleys to die. No. Are there any students that you think it would have been powerful for them to die? Um. Hmm. Sometimes I am a little bit surprised that all three members of the Golden Trio survived. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want, want any, of, any of them to die, but like I feel like it maybe would have been. I don't want to say good for one of them to die, but it would have like made a big impact for one of them to die. I mean, Harry did. Yeah. But... I don't know. I don't really know who else. Sure. I'm trying to think. Hagrid, yeah, is like an obvious one to do. Like, yeah, that would have been really bad. Yeah. Because I don't want McGonagall to die, and I don't think her dying would have really done no. anything. Maybe Slughorn. Yeah. Especially if Voldemort had killed him. Fuck, that would have been good. He's, like, so bomb for staying out of their hands for so long. Yeah. At the height of his power when he's, like, killing off everybody who remembers what his name is. Yeah. And this one's a big one. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. I Anything with Slughorn, I just, I love him facing off against Voldemort finally. Yeah. If he had died. I do think that would be really interesting if Voldemort had killed Slughorn at the battle. Yeah. If he had, if he had finally, Hagrid. yeah, if he would finally stood up to him and he laughed in his face and he killed him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what a drama king. <laughs> <laughs> What's your next question? Um, my next I can't one. think of any more people I want to kill. <laughs> um, which character has grown on you over time? Oh. So someone that you didn't like early on when you first read Harry Potter, but you like them now. I think Slughorn is that person for me. Yeah. I did not like him the first several times I read Harry Potter. You have been the one to make me like him more, to be honest. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I keep, I keep thinking of people I feel the opposite about. Yeah. Mm. I think maybe Draco, too, is someone that I did not used to like at all. I was in, I I was in from the start, baby. (laughs) Oh, man. And I was poisoned. Because I I enjoyed Tom Riddle, and I read those books almost immediately when those movies came out, Mm -hmm. or like right before, and so I just got tainted immediately by Christian Coulson, I was like, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I was there. I don't... Honestly, um, from like childhood... Maybe, honestly, Ron. I was sucked yeah. into that thing of not caring for him out of the three. It was, like, very big as when I was a young child yeah. to not care for Ron. Mm-hmm. So maybe that. maybe Ron, I've, I've... But it wasn't for a long time that I hated him. And I remember making a conscious decision. I remember this clearly. I was talking to one of my friends, and both of us were really ragging on Ron. And then I, I said to her, I don't think we should be this way. To Ron anymore. 
And she's like, I agree. I don't know why we were doing this. He's a good character. And then we were big Ron fans after that. Really? But I don't know why. Like, we just both had this decision of, like, fuck Ron. <laughs> we wanted Harry and Hermione to be together. Oh. Back in the day. Ron wasn't alive. We never wanted them to be together. I think it was just, like, because I read them when I was so young. Yeah. That it was just like, well, they're good, so yeah. They're best friends. And the other part was is that there was never any Ron toys. It was always Harry and Hermione. Yeah. And I had these Barbies from Prisoner of Azkaban. They made full-size Barbies of Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson, and Rupert Grant was nowhere to be found. Yeah. And I had those two, and we used to make them kiss. And then we had um, an old Ken doll of hers that had an arm missing, we took a Crayola marker and colored his blonde hair red, and we made that Ron. Oh. And he didn't have any clothes. And so Harry and Hermione were always like, Ron, put some clothes on. You're so weird. Get out of here. Oh. <laughs> we were like seven. That's amazing. <laughs> no, I don't know how old we were. But it was truly that. like in that like almost to middle school age where it was just like, oh, Ron, get oh, out of here. Ron. It was so weird. That's so, so weird. So probably Ron would be my answer just to a weird past with him as a child. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so now let's do the opposite of that. Who is a character that you really liked that you don't like as much now? Sirius Black. Sirius Black. Uh, ain't it sad? I loved him. But this is the weird thing is that, like, I was reading them, like, when they were kind of coming out at that point. So, like, I... Yeah. Really loved him in Prisoner of Azkaban. Loved what I saw of him in Goblet of Fire. When I first read, and I got this book at Costco the day it came out, Order of the Phoenix. Reading it, reading it, reading it, he died. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. So, so weird. So I don't know. I, I don't know what my deal with him is. So maybe him. Probably him. Serious. I don't That's know who I've, like, started to dislike more, though, besides him. I think that was just, like, as the books went on, I got more tired of him. Yeah. I, I mean, this is kind of an old answer. Like, my opinion on this character hasn't changed recently, but, like, it did change at one point. I used to be a huge Snape fanatic. Oh. Like, the first I time I this? read the book. I don't know if you did. I totally believed that whole, like, love thing the first <gasps> time I read it. Because I was, like, because I was in, like, seventh of grade. Course. And it, it was, like, that age where you're, like, obsessed with guys and stuff like that. Because well, so everybody like, wanted, I get like, it. the brooding emo kid. Everybody yeah. was, like, so horny for that. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I oh, girl, really I liked get him. It. <laughs> I really liked him. <laughs> well, that's why I like Draco Malfoy so much. I loved yeah. it when he cried. <laughs> But then, like, I think by the time I got to be, like, 16, 17 and was, like, reading these books, I was Ugh. like, oh, he's gross. He sucks. Yeah. I think I probably enjoyed Snape when I was younger, too, but I wasn't a fan of him. I just, like, I fell for what she wanted to have happen in that <laughs> chapter. I fell for it. He, it. Like, I thought he was nasty, and then that happened, and I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you were like... You had, you had a Harry. You did a Harry. I did. I did a Harry. Oh my god. I think another one that I'll say too is Dumbledore. I loved him. Oh, that's when a good I was one. Little. I also was excited when he died. <laughs> <laughs> I was such a little creep. 
I wasn't excited, but I knew he was going to. Like oh, I was yeah. like, "There's, there's no way he's surviving so this kill series." <laughs> there's no way he's surviving no, this he series. Can't. Like, no. I think Anybody I was, who tells me that they were surprised Dumbledore died, I'm like, really? With him, I was mostly like, okay, finally, now it's now it's crunch time. Yes. Whereas with Sirius, I was like, it's done now, finally. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, know. Oh, God, I with Dumbledore, I was expecting him to die in like book four. Like, oh, I wow. I was expecting him to die like at the midway point. I wasn't yeah. expecting him to die. So, like, that late, so, like, by the time we got to his death, I was like, oh, it finally happened, because I've just been, like, waiting for it. Yeah. So. That's a good one, too. Yeah. I, I loved him, just like everyone does, and then, I don't think it was even really until we started talking about him in our class, maybe, that I realized how much he really sucked. Yeah. Or, like, all the bad he did. He sucks. Yeah bad dude. Yeah, even just a few years ago, I was totally a Dumbledore fanatic. Yeah. Not right. Because it, it's not, it's not like in your face. No, his, it's not. His bad stuff. The more you read it, and the more you read it as like a grown person who's like, that's a child. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little boy. Right. Leave him alone. Uh, we already kind of talked about this next one in our, one of our Prisoner of Azkaban ones, but what would be your bugger? Oh, yeah. Momo. Momo. <laughs> I said I'd be done talking about her. She's such old news. I know. Nobody even cares, and I keep bringing her up because I'm obsessed. I know. I know. I keep thinking that, too. I'm like, remember when the entire world was obsessed with her for literally, like, a week? Yeah, a <laughs> and, and now she's just, like, gone. Every mom on Facebook. Nuts. I know. I, I would still have to go with a dead family. Me, dead. <laughs> dead mom. Dead dad. Dead dog. I wish. I mean, I think deep down, yes, that would be mine too. Not even dead me, but like just dead family. But I'm also really fucking tired of crocodiles. <laughs> I really, really hate crocodiles a lot. Yeah. And if I had to have like a Ron fear that was just like an animal that I yeah. hate. Oh, I hate crocodiles and alligators and kimono dragons. <laughs> I hate big reptiles. I have, like, two, like, big fears for it to just be, like, one thing. Like, how can a bug art turn into somebody trying to come in my front door? Yeah. <laughs> or someone, like, peeking in my window. <gasps> Don't do that! <laughs> I'm so glad I'm on the, <laughs> the highest floor. I know, I am too. Oh. I, I would not like living on the ground floor. I would have my blinds closed constantly. And windows have to be locked at all times. Yeah. never open. That's how my windows shit. are at, at my, like, parents' house whenever I'm, like, in my bedroom and stuff. I cannot sleep with my blinds open. No. My mom always tries to, like, come into my room and, like, open my windows before I go to bed. And I'm like, no, no, I want them all closed. I don't want to be able to hear what's going on outside. I don't want to be able to see what's going on outside. No, I no, don't care no, for that. No, no, no. I don't care that it's the middle of the summer and it's hot and I have no airflow in here. My windows stay shut. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my God. Okay, what's the next one? We we dived into that one before. Yeah. What would be your Quidditch position? Sitting in the stands. <laughs> if you had to play. Keeper. Keeper. I would be the chaser because it's not a position where I'm the only one who does it. <laughs> I That's can just true. fart around in there to other people that do all fart the hard work. Around. <laughs> I just like not really having to move and then I can just try my best to catch a ball. Yeah, that's true. I was an okay goalie in soccer. Oh, I sucked at it. <laughs> I was I was okay, but then I never wanted to do it again because somebody kicked a ball and it hit me square in the forehead and I protested. I sat out for the rest of the game. 
I said, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> I liked being, um, I don't even remember what the, it's like you're a forward or you like, it's like the people who hang out in front of the goalie who mm-hmm. just get to kind of stand there until somebody gets close and then you punch with your feet. That's yeah. called kicking. <laughs> you punch with your feet. I punch with my feet. I trip people. Or like, you know, when you were forced to play like kickball or softball in school, then yeah. you'd want to be like in the outfield. Yeah. So you, so could you just never have to stand there anything. and talk to your friend until the ball came. You'd be like, oops. This is the best. I know. I'd like to be a spectator or I guess just sitting as a goalie. Yeah. As a keeper. I always hated being the goalie in Fayed in, like, elementary school. I got very stressed out, and a lot of the guys in my, like, grade got so competitive when oh, we played yeah. that, like, if you missed something and they were on your team, they would, like, yell at you, and I'd be like, it's Fayed. <laughs> Why do you care so much? <laughs> Ew. Sports. Whoa. Um... Okay, what would be your post-Hogwarts job? Oh, man. That's so tough for me. I think I said this before, I'd just like to work at it like a niche little shop. Yeah, that would be fun. I think that would be nice. I hate working in retail, though. But I just, I think about how cute it would be to just sit in a little shop. I know. Um, I feel like it would be fun to work at, like, um, Flourish um, and Blots. I would also love to be um, a tester for OWLs and stuff. I want to see kids do their thing. Oh, that would be fun. That's a good time. But I don't know. Like, I can't I can't do a ministry job. No, That's I would never work in too ministry. much pressure. I would not want to be a teacher. Too much pressure. I feel like I, I really like medical stuff, so I think it would be interesting to be a healer, but some of the things that you <gasps> saw would be way too much for me and my weak stomach, so... <laughs> I can't even handle thinking about, like, people's moles getting cut off. Yeah. It's too much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross. I so seeing it. someone who, like, is, like, sprouting extra limbs or stuff like that, I just, I can't do that. No. Body horror. No, thank you. Yeah. One time I took a a quiz and it told me I'd be the Hogwarts trolley lady and hand out candy. <laughs> <laughs> Not the monster, but just the sweet little old lady who hands out kids. Oh. Who hands out kids? <laughs> who hands out candy? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> she just throws kids right off that train. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit. Um, who would you turn into with Polyjuice Potion? I would, honest to God, turn into a guy so I could figure out what it was like to have a dick for a day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. It didn't spill. The cover just popped off. (laughs) Um, I don't know who I would do. I don't know what I would, I don't know who I would turn into. Gilroy Lockhart. (laughs) Someone famous. Someone with a lot of money. So I could just treat myself, do a whole bunch of stuff, and then take it all back with me. <laughs> I would turn into Draco Malfoy and be really nice to everybody for a full day. Ooh, that would freak people out. And people would be like, oh, he's so nice. And then, like, he'd be a dick the next day. He'd be like, <laughs> oh, you suck. Yeah. And then maybe he'd have a wake-up call. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Just maybe. <laughs> One can hope. But then I'd have money. 
and buy myself stuff. <laughs> um, what pet would you bring to Hogwarts with you? I think we talked about this before. I think we talked about this before, too. Practically an owl, but, like, I'd need to snuggle so a cat. Yeah. I would have to do an owl. I'm allergic to cats. Yeah. So I can't have a cat. I would bring a dog if I could. That's, like, a little bit too much responsibility, because they're not, like, cats where they can just, like, go eat a bunch of mice. On yeah. Their own. That's true. I would I would probably bring an owl. Yeah. They're, they still make good company. You know, like, Hedwig is, like, a good companion for Harry, so... Birds make me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Buckwick is my nightmare. I know, you do. Birds and horses. That's funny. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> How would you spend your free time at Hogwarts, like, between classes and stuff? Oh. Maybe exploring, if I knew that I had a lot of time. Yeah. I feel like I it would be really cool to just like spend a day in the library and also, like find great answer. That was that books. was a second. Like I'd want to see like kind of all the cool stuff that's around. Yeah. But also, I want to read the cool books. Yeah. Read all the cool books. There's tons of stuff in there that would be really fun to read. I would also just like hang out in the room of requirement oh and just like God. make it do a whole bunch of stuff. Yes. Maybe. In today's world, Mungleborns are using the Room of Requirement to, like, watch TV or something. <laughs> it's, like, the one room with Wi-Fi at Hogwarts. Yes! Hogwarts has to, has to start keeping up. Please don't tell me they still write with quills over there. They've got to at least graduated to pens. It's still ink. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, this one I thought was interesting. What would Amartensia smell like to you? Or Amortentia. God. It would Nothing. smell like that mahogany <laughs> toad scent from yeah. Bath and Body. I love the smell of a man. <laughs> you love a good cologne. I love a good cologne. I would say... I, I don't know, because I feel like these smells wouldn't go well together. I love the smell of, like, lemon. Mm-hmm. Lemon citrus. I also love, like, a good amber or a sandalwood. Yeah. I don't know. I also really like um, the smell of, like, fresh laundry. Yes. My number one thing right now, because I do all the, like, wax melt and scentsy things, mm-hmm. there's a scentsy flavor um, called Jammy Time, and they market mm-hmm. it for kids, but I don't know what it is in there, but it smells so good to me. It would have to smell like that, and maybe with a little bit of lemon. Yeah. That would be my smell. I'm going to see what's in jammy time. I feel like I need to, like, (laughs) prepare for this question. Hold on. Okay, yes. What is Hermione's answer to this question? She has, like, a lot of things. I only can hear it from the movie. Parchment, new parchment, and spearmint toothpaste. Which that, I think, is a movie thing because it's referencing yeah. when he's wiping the toothpaste off her face earlier. Okay, it's baby freesia, lavender, and sweet pea. Mm. And then I put a little bit of, like, lemongrass with it, and that would be mine. And yours would really just be love, mahogany teakwood. <laughs> I do also really love, um, I, I mean, I would also say fresh laundry. Yes. And I would also say, um, lavender. I do really love the smell of lavender. Mm-hmm. 
And honeysuckle is a really nice scent yeah. to me. But I think in the context of, like, what I want a man to smell like, if we're, like, a love potion, <laughs> it's mahogany teakwood from Bath and Body. Or some kind of, like, amber, musty, sexy smell. <laughs> <laughs> we're moving on from that. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, we already talked about this in the ratings and rankings. But I'm sorry these questions are so many repeats, you guys. What <laughs> movie has your favorite soundtrack? Oh, yeah, I don't, oh. I gotta go number one. I, I don't even remember what I answered for that one. Maybe six. Six does have a really good I, one. That was like the only one I ever bought. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Six does have a really good one. I think if I had to choose like a not original one, it would be six. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I did have, I did, I did have the first four on a CD that I got from Target I'm not trying to catch myself in a lie because I did say on the commentary track that I did I did do some interpretive dancing with a ribbon that I had to Team the flute and... song. <laughs> so I did have that, but like with with my own love and money and iTunes. Yeah. I was like, gotta get Half Blood Prince. I know. Love that soundtrack. But I don't know, they're all pretty good. I also, this is kind of breaking it a little bit, but I love the Fantastic Beast music so far, too. Yeah, me too. It's really so, good. Yeah. I really love the Crimes soundtrack. It's I good. I listen to it a lot. I really, really dig it. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be your wand core? I think mine is unicorn hair. That's what it told me. I think mine is too, maybe. I'm a gorgeous free spirit. Don't touch me, but I'm beautiful. I like I like that. I think <laughs> I like that. I, like, I, think, I was I, just going off on like a drunken <laughs> rant. I, I like, like that. that. <laughs> I remember her saying something about how like Draco Malfoy's wand is a unicorn yes. in core because that was her attempt in showing that there still is some like unextinguished good. At the oh. heart of Draco. That, like, he's not completely dark because his wand core is light. You know? Why does she say these things and act mad? I know! I can't stand her. I know. Oh my god, I was really coming to her defense. Oh, I can't stand her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's next? What magical object would you want to own the most? Ooh. That's a tough one. Let's leave the um, Hallows out of it because we've already answered yes. that one separately. Oh, man. Magical object. A wand. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> um, I'm having a hard time even thinking of all of them right now. Two-way mirror? Yeah, that would be really cool. It's called FaceTime. It's called I don't, I really don't know. Um, Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> Sorcerer's Stone. From my dog. Magical object. I, I just keep repeating it until something maybe comes I can't me. think of, like, one that would be, like, practical. It wouldn't be good for my mental health, but, like, the pensive. Yeah, that the would be pensive. really cool. That would be cool. That's a cool one to have. To have that. 
small part of me was like the mirror, and then I was like, no, I don't think I'd want the mirror there. Oh so. God, that'd be that'd be sad. Yeah, I don't know. I'll say pensive. Yeah, I'm gonna copy you and say that too because <laughs> I can't fine. think of anything else. I'll accept it. Um, who is your favorite cast member? Mm. That's hard because it's a big cast. Daniel Radcliffe, stand-up human being, wonderful person. Yeah, I do really love Jason him Isaacs. A lot. Jason Isaacs. Uh, Jason Isaacs is also a contender. Yeah, I think that's who One I was going to say is Jason Isaacs. I do really love Tom Felton though, a yeah. lot. Not so much now because he's gross looking. <laughs> <laughs> He's still a fun guy. I love watching interviews of his because I think he's hilarious in them. Um, what would you see in the mirror of Arised? Oh, God. Did I tell you about this? Have I told this story on the podcast before about how I went to a summer camp? It was like a, it was like a day camp for a week that was Harry Potter themed when I was a little kid. And we made mirror of Arised and we had to put what was in there. And I didn't quite get it. At that time, because I was very little, I was like six or mm-hmm. something, and I thought that I had to put a dead thing in there, and so I put my, <laughs> I drew a picture of my cat from when I was like a baby that I didn't even, like I don't even remember. <laughs> Her name was Aww. Bessie, and it said, in like very bad, like curly, fake cursive writing, it just said, Bessie, dot, 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 and then a little <laughs> bit down, dot, 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 I miss you, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> this is the weirdest little kid. So that that's my answer so still to this funny. day. No, I don't that's know. Funny. I imagine myself debt-free um, getting like $25 an hour and living my best life. <laughs> I think I would just, it would be me living in a life full of dogs. Yeah. Just being surrounded in a house with like 15 puppies. It would be me and my... Guy who I don't want to say and his name in case he ever happens to listen to this, which he probably won't, but like just in case. Oh my god. Yeah. And I'd be I'd be able to be with many dogs and it wouldn't be a problem. And I would get to work from home by doing something like being a Twitch streamer. I just play video games all day and I make so much money. But I don't ever have to leave my house. I don't have to be an internet personality. Because <laughs> they're awful. I <laughs> I think mine would literally just be me laying on the ground with puppies crawling all over my body. <laughs> like licking my face and stuff. Just like hundreds of puppies. With all your tuition paid off. With all my tuition paid off. <laughs> you just have like a certificate of like you have no more debt. Yeah. And then the dogs are And then the dogs you. are on me. <laughs> Oh my god. I got the biggest tax return ever and I just bought all these puppies. Oh my god. <laughs> puppies that stay puppies forever and do not grow up. <laughs> That's why you get a little dog like me. I know. Puppy. Okay, what's next? Um, I just almost did my bad Dobby voice. <laughs> what is your favorite fan fiction that you've ever read? Oh god. Or Harry Potter. That's a tough one because I've read lots of like. I'm not trying to call myself out like that. I'm not trying to expose myself in front of our two listeners. <laughs> I mean, I think my immortal has to make that. Shut list. the fuck up! That is my answer, one hundred percent and truly. It's 
so funny. I will say this. Um, I'm willing to admit to maybe one thing or two. Uh, one, I don't remember what it was called, so I really can't do a shout out. Um, but it was something where Harry kept waking up on his, at the minute of his 11th birthday. And whenever he would die, he would go back to that and he'd just be living it over and over and there was no happy end. Oh, It was very tragic and very interesting and I liked it a lot. Oh, that's cool. But I don't remember what it was called or who it was by, but it was very good. And I thought that it was cool that he kept trying to do different things. And even when he, like, managed to make it all the way through yeah. the seven years, he would just die somehow. And then he'd just have to start over again. Is That's that what being the master of death means? I guess so. Harold? I don't know. It was really cool. That is a really interesting one. People are just creative. People get very creative with fanfiction. Does a very Potter musical, in a very weird way, count as fanfiction, kind of? Or is it just, like, other creative work? I don't think so. I think it's a parody. Yeah, it's a parody. That's a good point. More than a fanfiction, but are parodies fanfictions? I don't know. I don't know. My Immortal, though. My Remember Immortal when people thought that, that the author came out? Were you, like, on the internet for that moment? Yeah. And then it turned out she wasn't, and that she was, like, lying about all this stuff? Yeah. And that I she was, like, that. trying to, like, get her book to be sold. And that she, so she came out and said that she was, like, the she wrote My Immortal and then was lying about being, like, Native American or something. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I also do really enjoy that one, like, Gelbus one. I was gonna say that one I felt maybe okay. I'm like, alright, I'll say it. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, which one? The one where he possesses Lockhart? Yeah, that one. I love that one. This out in a big way. Can I recommend it? I have it bookmarked. Let me recommend this one for real because I know this one. You guys, it's it's like uh, I don't even know. I think I think one of the tags is like crack treated seriously. Yeah, it is. It's crack treated seriously. It's it's like such a wild like it's a very wild plot, but like it's written so so well that it's like believable. Okay, it's called. Same apartment, roommates gone. It's by Anonymous on Archive of Our Own. If you guys are really into Dumbledore and Gellert, you should read this for sure. It's, it's, it's funny really, but very really good. good. Also on that, if we're talking like classics, um, for them, 35 Owls okay. is um, letters Ooh. up until like Dumbledore dies. Nice. Writing to each other from prison. <laughs> that would be a good one. And it's read. very tragic and like A plus, like classic Grindledore of... things. I am also just going to plug this for anybody who wants fan fictions that feel very like realistic, like feel very epilogue y, and just like someone who wants a very like believable continuation of the series Mm -hmm. little obird on fan fiction has like lots of different fics that she has written that cover pretty much the moment they leave dumbledore's office to like pass the epilogue like up to when their kids are like full-on teenagers like in their hogwarts years and they're all very good does she rename the kids no (laughs) but it's all like it all just feels like a very accurate representation of like what they're that's always fun. And it, it's written really well. It's very believable. 
Um, and she also just has some, like, I say she, I assume it's a she. I guess I don't know for sure if it's a she that wrote it. But they have um, also just, like, random fix too. Like, sh- they have one that's just, like, a series of letters written to characters at random points over the course of the series and stuff. Like, they have lots of different fix and they kind of, like, follow a timeline. But, like, they're all really good. Aww. Look so. at us talking about fan fiction. Which <laughs> is know. leading us into the the real danger zone, isn't it? Yeah, that's really the last one, unless we want to talk about what we would use the room of requirement for. One. No. <laughs> Sexy time. Ew, I hate that. <laughs> I would use it to just get away from people, to be honest. <sighs> Same, some me time. Yeah. Can it control time? Like, can I, I ask know. for eight hours in one from the room of requirement? <laughs> Maybe. So Are I there any just, limits like... to what you can ask it for? Who knows? You I can't mean, probably. ask it for food. You can't? No. Because that's one of Gamp's laws. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when when the um, when the DA were, like, asking it for food when they were hiding in oh, there, yeah. it opened up the tunnel to Aberforth's... Oh, yeah. Hog's head. So I guess kind of you can't ask it for food, but it's not just going to make food, it's just going to give you a way to, like, find food. I would like it to break time for me so that I can yeah. take long naps and just chill out with, like, my hour between classes. Right. Yeah. That's honestly what I was using for. I feel like at Hogwarts, like, I would love to go there, but I would get so overwhelmed with how many people yeah. are there that I would use it to just, like, be, be quiet. on my own. Yeah. Relax. Agree. Okay, so now we get into the shipping questions. We're doing it, guys. We're finally talking about ships. I'm, like, cautiously taking my foot off the brake. <laughs> <laughs> and I will go there today. So, starting out easy, what is your favorite canon ship? Mine is Ron and Hermione, yeah. always and forever. Yep, Ron and Hermione. Ron and Hermione. Always, always, always. Well, now, thank you, Miss Joanne. I do enjoy in, uh, Dumbledore and Grindelwald. I do really like them, too. Thanks, Joanne. Yes. yes. But Ron and Hermione, I mean, come on. They're great. How dare she? Oh, cursed child. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Um, what is your least favorite canon ship? Lupin and Tonks is mine. A hundred percent agree. I hate them together. Don't put the gays in that relationship. How dare you, ma'am? I hate it. It was a cop-out. It was 100% a cop-out, and I hate it so much. Um, what is your favorite non-canon ship? This is tough, because I have a lot that I love. Me too. Let's do, like, top three. <laughs> okay. Um, Dreary. Duh. Yeah, I am a, I am a huge I am Dreary a fan shipper. Of, I am a fan of Dreary. I like them very much. I do like them very much. Mm-hmm. Who else do I like? I, I really think that Luna and Ginny is really cute. I do really like Luna and Ginny. Yes. I don't, I wouldn't say it's, like, my favorite. But it would be in the top three for me. It would be a fun one. Me and Tim. <laughs> My self-insert and Tim. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Wolfstar, too. Yeah, I do love them, too, but I don't I don't know that I ever, like, seek them out that much. If it finds me, I, I enjoy either. it. I don't either. For, like, fan fictions and stuff, I don't either. But, like, I like reading, like, AUs and stuff about them when yeah. they come up. And, of course, Snary. I'm just kidding. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. 
Not to be rude to anybody, I just really don't care for Snape. I don't ship him with anybody. No, I don't blah, either. Blah, blah, blah. But especially not, like, students. <laughs> so I'm not quite right about that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I do like Wolfstar. I'd say Wolfstar, too. I'm just like, I'm a classic bitch. Yeah. I just, I'm into it. I'm into it. But, uh, yeah, I'd say Drury's number one for me. I really enjoy that. Yeah. I really enjoy that. My specific flavor is after the war. Yeah. Throw some redemption in there. New Man Draco with Harry. That's, That's my favorite. That's good times to me. Yeah. Um, what about a no TP? Well, Snape anybody, but Snape specifically anybody. Snape and Lily. I hate yes. it. I don't think it's right. I don't either. <laughs> I really hate them. That's like my number one. I am really not a fan of Harry and Hermione at all, and I know that that is one that a lot of people really like, but I just, I don't think that they would, like, be good together. I just, like... I'm not going to fight anybody on that. Yeah. But I feel like I will fight people about Snape and Lily. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just because I don't like Snape. I don't want to see him happy. <laughs> it's I don't want to see him with anybody, especially not the one he wants the most. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Snape anybody, but specifically, and especially with Lily, Ooh. is a big no thank you. Um, what is a ship that has grown on you over time? Dreary. Dreary, yes. Hated it when I was younger. I was like, gross, how dare you? Yeah. That's not correct, ever. I I read Half-Blood Prince. (laughs) (laughs) And find out it's basically there in that book Oh my god. No, I just like, and for me, it took me like a really long time to get into like, fandom for Harry Potter because it was this like untouchable childhood thing to me. Yeah. And it it was like fun to look at fan art, but for a long time it made me uncomfortable to read fan fiction, especially if it was like more adult in nature. Right. Um, like I'd be very like, okay, reading just like gen stuff. Like that was fine for me. It took me a long time to kind of like dip my toes in and like get deep into fandom because it was something that I was so into as a kid and it felt like I just like I can't ruin that. Yeah. Um but when I when I went full in I was like there for dreary. Hell yeah. But I absolutely hated it when I was younger. Hated it. Yeah. Hated it. And I don't know why cuz I did, I loved Draco Malfoy right. to my core. And I also really enjoyed Harry Potter as a person. And I thought that they were, like, funny. Mm-hmm. They were a little rivalry. And then he was a big jerk, and then I liked him again because he cried. <laughs> was at a deep point in my life. Aww. I really liked those crying ones. I, yeah, no, I did not care for it. So that one definitely, big time, big time. Is one that grew on you over time. Yeah. One I'm that trying I to actively think... really like, too. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there are any other ones that have, like, grown on me over time. I'm sure there are. There are lots of weird things that I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that I would not have cared for yeah. as a younger person. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I've just become okay with because it's like, I really want to read about this character and there's nothing really out there. Yeah. 
Oh, going back to non-canon ships really quickly, yeah. can we just talk about Seamus and Dean really quickly? Because they're practically canon anyway. Canon ship. <laughs> Come on now. I love them so much, and I do actively seek Seamus and Dean fan fictions, and every single one I found is just so precious. Isn't it tough, though? I feel like Harry Potter's good because it's been around for so long. There's just, like, lots of stuff out there. Yeah. But when you get into those, like, little side ones, it's so tough to find it not as, like, a background. I know. You know? And I feel like that's what a lot of the, like, Ginny and Luna stuff is. Like, that's always a background to dreary or something else. Like, they're always just, like, kind of there, it's happening. Like, hey, let's just throw them in there. Yeah. Because they're cute, but I don't want to do anything about it. Yeah. I, it's hard to find stuff of just them on their own. And I feel, I feel like that would be the same with Dean and Seamus, but it's been around for so long that I'm sure they have specific things just for themselves. Yeah. It's, yeah, most of the ones I've found are just kind of, like, their story that's going on during the... That's cute, I like that. During the books. How do they explain Ginny? Um, they pretty much just explain that, like, Dean was, like, questioning his sexuality, and so he kind of dated her as, like, a, I need to make sure that, like, I... <laughs> as, as like, a way to, as yeah. a way to be, like, I'm not into guys and I'm gonna prove it by dating a girl. Yeah. You know? And Seamus, like, got really mad at him and was like, come on, you know this is a thing, why are you trying to deny it? And then eventually, like, they come together. I feel like I'm watching a show on ABC's Freeform. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's basically it's how It's just it so, up. like, high school perfection. Just the drama. Um, okay, and then last one about ships. What is an old ship that you used to have that you no longer have? <laughs> are we ready for this bomb that I'm about to drop? I don't know, are we? Are you? I don't know. I told you this already because I got really excited that I remembered the name of the website and that I could still get onto it through, like, the, um... Oh my god, the, like, Wayback Machine... Yeah. Or you can go look at old websites. I don't remember what the website's called anymore, <laughs> but I was a big fan of Draco and Ginny. Because Ginny was my stand-in, not Hermione. Oh, yeah. Hermione was too smart for me to feel like it could be me. I was a timid young woman, and I, I felt like Ginny was my girl. So I, I, that's how I, that's how you I did it. You were a big Draco Ginny fan? It was weird. That was the only experience I had. I was like 10. And I, that's, that was, like, my first, like, experience with fan fiction was reading, um, on the, like, what were they even called? Just, like, these, like, collection sites that were so popular for ships. Yeah. I can't think of, like, the real term for it, but, like, they are the, like, they are their own little, like, archives of stuff. Like, they'll post fan art and different yeah, I know what you're talking about because I remember you showing it to me before. I just don't remember. What I it's can't called. remember what the website was called though, but I I was obsessed, and there was a lot of like <laughs> like anime drawings of like Draco and Ginny that were just like top notch. Yeah, just so wonderful to the point where there was some art that I really fell in love with, and I was over at the same friend's house where we did Barbies and Harry Potter. Um, we wasted so much like color ink printing out these things and I had a little like composition notebook that I put stickers on the front that said it was like my private Harry Potter journal and I just taped all of this like 
romantic oh. fan art into, and I would just look at it. That's so awesome. Because you know, it was back in the day, you couldn't just get on your computer all the time, so I had to print out my favorite fan art that I could just look at it so whenever I wanted to. you could look at it all to. the time. That's awesome. And I love them. I love them. I don't anymore. I don't think it's quite as interesting. No. It's hard for me to, like, see anybody but Harry because he's so, like, giving second chances to a fault (laughs) that I feel like nobody else, nobody else can handle Draco Malfoy. I know. So, it fell out for me, but I do still have a soft spot for that just because I was like, oh, it was my child. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like mine is Germione. I used to be really into that. Oh, look at you. A, just because I feel like Tom Felton and Emma Watson are hot, and so I thought that they <laughs> would look good together. But also because I was just like, me being my super huge, I want Draco Malfoy to have a redemption arc person. Yeah. I feel like him ending up with a Muggleborn would have been a huge fuck you to like his family and like the way that he was raised. Yeah. But then again, ending up with Harry is also a huge fuck you to that too, <laughs> so... <laughs> And you can't deny the gay in that boy, but oh my god, um, I I used to, and sometimes I still do like find like pretty good like Germany fix that oh. I'm like oh yeah, I, yeah I can get on it if I read a really good fan fiction about it I'm like yeah I can still believe it but I've, like I like him with Harry I've a lot hit more a point now. in my like fandom and fan fiction career oh because it's it's been years mm-hmm. it's been over a decade for yeah. this one here. Um, where, like, if I find an author that I really like, I will read anything, and I don't care, and I will, I will fall for it for the time that I'm reading it. Yeah. And then I never come back to it. I just enjoy reading it. I'm like, that was really good. Yeah. That was great. And I don't, I don't care to search this ship out ever again in my life. Ever. (laughs) But I will read this. Yeah. Because it's so good. And to the point where it's, like, into fandoms that I don't even know. Oh, I'm like, really? what is this movie? I have no idea. Yet here I am reading this, and I'm <laughs> I'm brought to tears. Yeah, so I'm like very emotionally invested in these things. So yeah, I'll I'll fucking I'll read anything. Yeah, I'll read anything. No, I totally get that. It's like the same thing with um, you know, because I'm so thirsty for just like reading some good like Tom Riddle stuff. Yeah, a bitch will read anything. Right. I, I don't, I don't know. So, like, I, I will read some, like, Tom Hermione, which is a big one. Yeah. I don't quite care for that in the same way that, like, Dramine never really spoke to me. Yeah. That I'm just like, oh, whatever. It's, it, Hermione is just kind of, like, the people's stand-in. I know, for, and for I things. I get really mad about it because I'm honestly, like, I don't like shipping Hermione with anybody else because I'm so Ron and Hermione. Yeah. But I also saw this Tumblr post once that was, like, honest to God, like, I, it bugs me that Hermione is, like, shipped with, like, so many people because, honest to God, she is, like, one of those characters who would be a terrible person to be in a relationship with for so many people. And this person was just going off about, like, I feel like people look at Ron and Hermione's relationship and are, like, Ron is so lucky to have found her because, like, he wouldn't have been able to find anyone else, and they were arguing, like, no, it's Hermione who is so lucky to have found Ron, because, like, who else would want to be with her? She's difficult. Yeah. They were like, she's awesome, and she has so many great qualities, but at the same time, she's also the roommate who comes out at 8 p.m. on a Friday because she's studying and she needs her roommates to be quiet. Yeah. Like, she's also that person that, like, you just can't stand to be around for long periods of time, you know? Yeah. 
And so they were like, for her to have found Ron, who is able to get her to like open up and to be more carefree and to like not put so much pressure on herself to be perfect is like really incredible. <laughs> You're like weaving a quilt of love. I'm like gonna <laughs> cry. They are so perfect. I know. God. But it's interesting, like, on that subject is that you see, like, these stand-ins, like, like, Hermione is just, like, this, like, weird, like, very sexy, I-know-it-all, so, like, I can figure out, like, you know, it's, like, she'll figure out whoever it is, if it's Draco Malfoy, if it's Tom Riddle, if it's Harry Potter, if it's whoever, like, it's, like, she can get inside people like that but she's so book smart she's not like that socially smart right so like that's always funny that it like gets that way these like yeah mass like fandom perceptions of characters is so funny like we were talking about this too like speaking of that is that you see like specifically those two characters change so much depending on like who they're in a relationship with Draco Malfoy and Tom Riddle is that they morph depending if they are being shipped with a man or a woman Mm -hmm. and I think it's like you see that with some of the girls, too, is that you get Hermione and Ginny. It's like, if they're shipped with whoever, it's like, Hermione is the stand-in for girls that feel like they they just are, like, real smart. Yeah. But, like, so sexy and real smart. Otherwise, you get Ginny, who's just, like, a bitch. But, yeah. like, so likable still. Right. <laughs> you know? So it's like, she can just, like, say whatever. And Hermione's like, she just knows it all. So it's it's, yeah. it's really interesting to like see that it is, and they yeah. come, they it's like huge in fan fictions. Yeah, it's hard a lot of the time to find like this is why I'm like if I find an author that I really like that does like characterization so well, it's like I'll literally read anything because it's so hard to find ones that you really like gel with. Right, because I can't I can't stand I can't stand Hermione's like that, like no flaw. Right, Hermione Granger. It's hard for me. I know. It's tough. Her flaws are what make her likable. Exactly. And relatable. Emma Watson. <laughs> Why did you cast the perfect person to play her? I know. She's, she's not a perfect character. She's too perfect. And that's why she's so good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's cool. But maybe it'd be fun to do something. I mean, like, you know, I dipped my toe in and here I am already in the deep end. It's like, I'm. It's, would it be interesting for you guys? Like, we've been talking a lot about, like... You know, mostly sticking to the books and stuff, but to, like, really dive into some fandom topics, I think, would be really interesting, too. Like, yeah. I have a lot to say when it comes to, like, how nasty and weird the Harry Potter fandom can be. And I know. The, also, but, the, like, the really cool stuff that is that has come from it. But yeah. it's just, it's interesting to, like, dissect fan fiction and, like, fan fiction tropes and culture. Yeah. Just as we would the books. Because, like, there's, like, a, a whole, like, a whole other world that has existed because of these mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. That, like, these things are, like, set in stone to the point where it's, like, that's why, like, fanon is a word. That, like, it yeah. gets to the point where you don't remember, like, was that in the books? Right. Or is this just something that everybody says is true? Yeah. So it's interesting. I don't know. I always think that stuff is really cool. I'm into talking about. I do too. That kind of thing. And I'd I'd love to just like deep dive into what is the difference between Draco Malfoy when he's with Hermione versus when he's with Harry. Yes. It's 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 very different. It's crazy. It's like he becomes, like, he with Hermione is pretty similar to, like, how he is in the actual series, I think. Oh, I disagree completely. You think? <laughs> no, he's so, like, masculine and, like, 
confident and like sexy. And all I just stuff. I think of him as being like cocky and like almost a little bit nasty, like he is in the series. Like I guess that's where my head yeah goes. But like with Harry, it's like he's very passive. He's the submissive. He's I don't know. Yeah, he's a limp wristed. Gay. Yeah. That's Draco Malfoy when he's with Harry. Right. It's pretty bad sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, does have albino peacocks, though. He does. <laughs> does he or does his dad? Oh, boy. I Oh, man. So I just love Lucius and Narcissus. Shit. I know, I know. <laughs> that is my favorite candidate chip. No, it's Ron and Hermione. It's Ron and Hermione. Yeah, but it's, I don't know, I I love talking about it, and we talk about it a lot on our off time. I just, like, I, I'm sure that, like, our Harry Potter book and movie opinions are alienating enough and rude enough to a lot of people who have right. different opinions, but I don't know, I feel like I never want to be a person who, like, shits on somebody's good time when it's fandom. Yeah. Because that's, I feel like that just needs to be, like, a fun and safe space, which right. is completely not yeah right now so i know i think it, it makes like feel i bad. feel like harry potter opinions are like those things that some people do get very defensive about and they get very like willing to fight and they get very nasty when they come across people that don't agree with them like i see it on like the fan pages i follow on facebook a lot like they'll yeah. post like just like a random confession from a fan and people will like comment on it and just like talk so much shit about that person and like call them an idiot and like say all this stuff because they have like different opinions than them i never want to be that person oh. yeah if we're talking about it in like fandom speak like I'm not trying to be an anti anything except for Snape <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I'm never trying to like and even then I'm not trying to like come at anybody who really enjoys him as a character right I just feel like um you are brainwashed by Hot Topic and the movie Suicide Squad to find Snape an attractive person and I want to help you yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like I don't think you're a bad human being for enjoying Snape. I'm not trying to, like, come yeah. at anybody personally. I'm right. just, like... And honestly, I feel like Snape is, like, the number one topic that I love discussing with people more than, like, anything else with Harry Potter. Because <laughs> I feel like everybody has something to say yeah. about him. And it's just interesting to hear everybody's, like, standpoints. I just, like, I feel like we've we've done it today, and it's high time that we did, I think. I'm sorry, I drag, like, <laughs> really dug my heels in to drag my feet <laughs> on talking about, like, ships and fandom stuff, but it's just, I get, like, I'm so hyper-aware of, like, when people, when, like, I am made to feel bad. Yeah. In, like, fandom spaces that so I never like, want to become that to anybody, but right. I think it is so worthwhile to talk about fandom stuff when it comes to Harry yeah. Potter, because it's existed. And I feel like people For know at this decades. point, like... We have some extreme opinions about Harry Potter. Like, yes, we do. <laughs> and everybody does. And it's, it's, you're entitled to your own opinion. And I think people, like, understand that, like, this podcast is just us, like, voicing our opinions. It's not us saying, like, this is the right way and I won't hear anybody else's view. You go if you love Hermione, man. Yeah. You do it and I care for you and love you. Mm-hmm. You're being respectful to the characters. You know what? Even if you're not. Because guess what? I am enemy, darkness, dementia, raven. <laughs> yes, that is me. 
I just like you do you and you have a good time. I'm personally going to enjoy stuff that's like heavy, deep character drama. Yeah. That's got to be good. <laughs> I just love it. I spend so much time like feeling like I need to get into these characters' heads. I just want to read about it. Yeah. It's fun and exciting. But yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. It's good and fun to talk about, and especially as we're needing more stuff to talk about between these books. Mm-hmm. To really get It's a into good way it. to take a break from so much book talk to, like, talk about something different. Yeah. But I just, I feel like I just need to preface it because I, I just don't want to make people feel bad the way I've felt bad. Yeah. Ever. I'm opposite Draco <laughs> Malfoy. I'm like, no. I'm not going to make people feel bad because I feel bad. Right. <laughs> I want people to feel good. Ugh, I just, it's so tough for me. I want people to just, like, feel enjoyment. And if you like the stuff we like, then it can be a good time. And if you don't, maybe you don't have to care for those episodes. Or you can just be nice yeah. and listen to what we what we like. You can yeah. tell us what you like, and we'll be nice about it, too. Yeah. Unless it's Snilly. <laughs> Unless it's Snape. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> you guys... We just love you. We do. Thanks for Thank listening. Thank you for to us. listening. I hope that you enjoyed. I don't know. I feel like we got a little. We got some pretty good insight. You got some good insight into who we are as people. You did. Did some sharing today. We did. A lot of this is stuff that we've talked about before, but there's also a lot of new stuff. I'm excited so. to. I'm excited to start our our fandom journey yeah. on the podcast. Let's wreck some people. <laughs> Let's just... I know I just said, I'm like, I want to be really nice to everybody and make it everybody feel And respected. now you're like, I want to wreck But them. I want to I ruin people's lives if they're mean to Cho Chang. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. So, look forward to that, I guess. Yes! <laughs> what do they call oh my it? God. Is it called doxing? Yeah, when you put when people put all your private information out there. Yeah. Watch out world. I'm just so toxic all of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find us on all the usual places. Twitter, I feel like at this point Instagram, you know the deal. Gmail. Yep. You at Myrtle Bath Pod, Myrtle Bath Pod, Myrtle please, Bath Pod. Please, please reach out to us for real. Maybe we now maybe now time. you've seen our our the just the the beginnings of our vulnerabilities, and now you want to talk to us about fun ships. Yeah. You do that. Please do. I'll talk, we'll talk to you back. Anything. We want to hear from you guys. We do. If you feel so willing and bold, you can review us on iTunes, and we'll mm-hmm. read it, because that's yeah. always kind of fun. We haven't... I don't think we've ever gotten any reviews on iTunes. We have not. We've got, like... We don't even have any ratings. So tell your friends about us. Please, because yes. we just want to like spread our wings and fly. Yes, like the like the bird horse. I'm so terrified of. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, we should call it quits. Thank you for listening. Thank you. We love you. We'll see you next time. See you later.